Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Tuesday, August 23rd, 2022. Our bit today is taken from Romans 12, verse 13. And that says, The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. And then it was Tuesday. Monday's gone bye-bye. And isn't it interesting how one day morphs into the next so easily, oftentimes without us even noticing it? Oh, how quickly today becomes yesterday and tomorrow today, with us looking forward to another tomorrow. But the truth of the matter is that tomorrow never comes. We only have today. And that's why we must live today as best we can without thinking too much about tomorrow. For who knows if we'll be alive on what we consider tomorrow. That's why our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ made this profound statement in his famous Sermon on the Mount, where he says, Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil or trouble thereof. And we know that comes from Matthew 6.34. And there's great wisdom in that statement, my brethren. In other words, Jesus is saying to us, don't worry too much about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. But rather, concentrate on today, which is what you have and all that you may ever have. Now, it's wise to consider tomorrow to some extent, just in case we live to see it. But today is the essence of our lives when we need to buckle down and make things happen for us and through us. We can't wait and put everything off for tomorrow, as so many of us do. For in the meanwhile, the important things of today are passing us by without any or much input on our part. And you know what? Once the opportunities of today have passed us by, then they are usually gone forever. That's why Paul, in his letter to the Roman church, after warning them to love each other, he says, love worketh no ill or does no harm to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. And that comes from Romans 13, 10. He then turns around and warns them about rising from sleep or putting off God's demands. Where he says, and that, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly or properly as in the day, not in rioting, that's revelry and drunkenness, not in chambering, that's licentiousness and wantonness or lewdness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. 
And that comes from Romans 13, 11 to 14. Now, friends, that's a wake-up call we also need very badly today. For in these dark, evil, and, God and ungodly times, yes, we need a wake-up call too. And what does it all really mean? Eh? The scholars explain it thus. They say sleep means insensitivity to the demands of Christ on the Christian's life. And now is our salvation nearer means the coming of Christ to, to deliver us from this sinful world grows nearer every day. Meanwhile, the night is the time while Christ, Christ is out of the world and the world has been delivered into the control of the prince of the power of the air. And you can find a reference to that in Ephesians 2.2. 2. And the day is a reference to the time when Christ will return and establish his reign of righteousness. Army people, Christ's return draws closer every day. And there are still a lot of people who don't know and accept him as Lord and Savior. People who are still living in the darkness induced by the enemy. And there are also many of us believers who are not living up to the covenant we have with the Lord. And as we said right at the beginning, we cannot wait until tomorrow to set our lives straight and help others come to Christ. We must do it today. For what if Christ comes back tomorrow or today? A lot of us will be found wanting. That's why the last verse there warns us to put on Christ and refuse to fulfill the lusts of the flesh to satisfy our carnal desires. The scholars say one should not seek opportunities to satisfy the deep-seated desires of the sin nature, but should seek occasion to manifest works that are consistent with the new life in Christ. It's like Bro Paul wrote to the church at Corinth, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature or creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And we know that comes from 2 Corinthians 5.17. And it means once we receive Christ as Lord and Savior, all the old stuff we used to do that involved our carnal nature should be laid aside in favor of new things that are associated with Christ. And as Paul continues, and all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given us the ministry of reconciliation. And that comes from 2 Corinthians 5.18. Yes, friends, it's all been God's doing. He took the awesome responsibility to reconcile or bring us back to his fall through Christ Jesus. And for that, we ought to be very grateful. Otherwise, we'd still be on the wide and winding path to hellfire and damnation. So you see, we have serious responsibilities to consider and perform. But Paul states it thus, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us, and we pray or implore you in Christ's stead, that's on Christ's behalf, 
be ye reconciled to God. For he had made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And that comes from 2 Corinthians 5, 20 to 21. Ah, my fellow believers, we are indeed agents or ambassadors for Christ. Therefore, we must behave in the required manner, bringing positive results to his church and to his name. And yes, my people, Christ paid such a high price for our reconciliation to God, taking all our sin on his shoulders so that we could receive God's righteousness. The least we can therefore do is to try to live righteously and thus set a good example so that others will want to come to him. Now, for those of us who are sincerely attempting to do that, let's go home declaring, all right, we spell declaring right today. Let's go home declaring or choose the mantra, letting the whole world know to whom we belong, lock, stock, and barrel. So, in confident but humble voice, in God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. And no one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with the world. Amen. Uh, and now, my people, having said all of that, it behooves us to go out and share that amazing love and friendship of Christ with others so that they too can come to know and love him like we do. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Christians need to stop talking so much and begin doing much more for time is running out on us. And that's the gospel truth, my people. It's time for us to put up and sh shut up, you know, to get going, get some action going, and let people see that we're really living for Jesus because it's the only sensible option we have in this life. So please, let's get out there today and do what we know we're supposed to do now. And we pray it all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.